SumaUp is next-gen body optimization from an actual doctor that's guaranteed to get you in the best shape of your life in 90 days. You'll be at peak levels for each of the fundamentals that drive your strength, energy, and even your longevity. It's a lifelong difference you'll see in the mirror, but also feel throughout your entire day. SumaUp puts more living in life. For full details on this transformative program designed for the demanding lives of today's highest achieving entrepreneurs and CEOs, visit www.startsuma.com. He had solved everything professionally. Like he managed people for a living. Like he like was a pretty prominent person, but this is the one thing he couldn't solve, right? So JD here, co-founder SumoUp, and in today's Uberhuman Secrets episode, we are with Stephanie, our chief platform officer, and we will be talking about how to lose weight and stay lean forever, right? And so Stephanie, today, I'm going to start off with a story. So we recently met with one of our, our clients. He's been around with, for us for some time now, and he is a, not naming names, not trying to name drop here. He's a professional sports team owner. He's also kind of a C-suite executive in his day job, right? No stress at all, you know, just uh, works 80 hour weeks anyways. But he hit his 45s and he hit like mid 40s, let's say 45 years young. And it just hit the plateau, right? It's like nothing worked. He had a personal trainer. He tried keto, he tried CrossFit, he tried intermittent fasting. He tried these supplements. He tried these, you know, diets where he kind of starved himself for like weeks at a time. And it was just the most frustrating piece of kind of, um, you know, uh, I guess most frustrating challenge for him because he had solved everything professionally. Like he managed people for a living, like he like was pretty prominent person, but this is the one thing he couldn't solve. Right. And so he sells other kind of friends and colleagues having results and he couldn't get it. And so he spent almost five years going through this cycle until right. Naturally he saw an ad for Dr. Ryan uh, of all people. Right. And, you know, we solved it. We solved it a few ways, right? So the first thing, Stephanie, what we did was we kind of screened him for the lab testing. And what the testing that found that we found out was there were three key areas that were challenging for him. So we found out that he had pretty elevated stress hormone cortisol, right? So cortisol levels were off the wazoo, right? So when his levels of cortisol were so elevated, right, it kind of starved, right? It mobilizes the body's nutrients, right? Nutrients resources in, in different ways, right? So over time, if elevated cortisol levels have downstream effects, right? Meaning that kind of leads to adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout, he felt tired throughout the day. Two, over a long enough time, right? It can lead to kind of gut issues, gut detox issues. And so what we did was we kind of found out that he also kind of had also issues with blood sugar, right? And insulin resistance. And so because, uh, you know, he had issues with kind of getting sugar out of his blood, right? When he was eating nutrients, when he was kind of, you know, going throughout the day, he, it was just, he was really feeling super fatigued, right? Over time. And the other piece that we found from the blood test was he had kind of low levels of IGF-1. So insulin-like growth factor, which indicates that he had lower HH levels, right? Which stimulates growth and cell division. And yes, uh, re regeneration and uh, body comp, right? And so, you know, um, obviously, like there has to be a standard. Um, you know, Doctor Sinclair says that for IGF one, there has to be a kind of healthy standard uh, above, you know, one fifty to you know below three fifty. You want to be in a standard, like. But those are kind of the three data points that we found that we could help them out with. And so after we got like the the lab tests and the diagnostics, we kind of built out a plan for him. He travels quite a bit. He naturally is <laughs> in the air quite a bit, uh, and so we had to kind of flex up our daily accountability. We were checking in with them daily in terms of our app, just tracking kind of weights, workouts, like, are, 
eating right. And we kind of flexed down to weekly check-ins. And over time, he got in a pattern of just consciously following the plan, following the program. And how we kind of sped up his time result is we added in therapeutics, right? Just to kind of cover for the GH deficiency and kind of the blood sugar issues. And so that when he was working out, when he was kind of recovering faster, when he was less sore, he had better sleep. This is kind of a, you know, before and after 90 days, right? It was pretty phenomenal what we were able to accomplish. And, you know, I say this to illustrate a point, like not everyone's going to get results like this, but, you know, when you have the right training, testing and therapeutics, right? It can really be a catalyst to kind of having permanent results for good. And that's what we're really trying to shoot for uh, when we kind of go through our, our process. And so we stopped kind of this metabolic stagnation, is like feeling older and his elevated cortisol by kind of using the data-driven approach, uh, just to kind of finding the root cause of like where he was stasis, right? So just testing therapeutics and training. And so when I think about it, 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 it really is a system, right? And also like why he was successful. Like I asked him like, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself, you know, a year ago or six months ago? And he, he's just like, yeah, if I just found the right expert and I just kind of viewed it as an investment and just went all in on something like this, like, you know, he would have had uh, the results, but at the end of the day, he had such bad experiences with trainers and programs and coaching that he was like, it's not going to work for me. Right. And so he had kind of overcome that self belief and, and doubt just before he could kind of see, see the gains and so forth. So for your journey, Stephanie, does that kind of um, ring a bell or how did you get started from being where you were, uh, you know, a year or two years ago to where you are today? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that sounds familiar. I think that I definitely remember when I first started um, my fitness journey thinking, you know, I had no prior experience with exercise or anything like that. Um, I remember going to the gym, like joining CrossFit. I actually, you know, of course I, I tried a few different things before I found something that worked for me, just like, like anyone would. My, mine was CrossFit. It was kind of my, my catalyst that drove everything, everything following it. What worked for, for me was big, working really hard to understand what made my body feel good. Uh, just adapting. It took me several years because because I didn't have that kind of guidance. Wow. But I, I did find that the training and listening to my body was was concisely kind of what I needed. And I think initially I was just, I am the kind of person who will will start doing something and then I'll just go, go like continue with it. And that's, you know, if I say I'm going to start working out at 5 a.m. every morning and I'm going to do a CrossFit workout and then I'm going to eat a very very strict diet, then I do it. And I did it for a really long time. <laughs> did you get the results though from just doing just the training? Because it's an, it's an equation though, right? Because remember, it's not just the training, right? You have to recover, but you have to feed your body nutrients, right? So what about that equation, the, you know, the yeah. inputs equation? <clears throat> so it, it's something that I, that I, I guess conceptually, I had, I felt like I had a grasp of that I didn't really was that when you eat, you're feeding your body. And, and when you're, of course, when you eat, you're feeding your body, but you're feeding, you're fueling your workouts, that kind of a thing. And so I thought it was really easy for me at first to um, ditch any of the food that was, that had like a huge laundry list of ingredients or like a bunch of things that I didn't recognize and just eat whole food and cook my food and that kind of thing. That worked for me for a really long time because I, you know, ultimately my output was greater than my input and I lost the weight. But after a while, um, when I was at healthy weight, I continued eating that way and I was training really hard and I was just overeating those things that were still, you know, it was understanding the the mathematics of it was kind of yeah. took some time because uh, I felt like, oh, yeah, I'm working really hard. And there are lots of people who will tell you, you know, you're like 
you have a cheat day and you eat this way during the week. And so I tried all of these things. I tried keto. Um, but ultimately, the thing that I wish I'd done from the beginning was track my macros. <laughs> yeah. And, and just kind of flex up and flex down. Yeah. And just to interrupt you for a second, like, because like a cheat day exists for people in their 20s and 30s. But as we hit like maybe 40s and like the 50s, right? It's a cheat meal just because, right? Your margin of error is so much less as you get older. I don't know if you've noticed that. But, you know, I think it's interesting because you're talking about the kind of the macro perspective. Like, how did you stay on top though, right? Because you're, you're super fit right now and, and driven, obviously, right? How did you like stay like, like that, not go back, right? Not revert back? Because we hear those stories all the time. I did keto and I did this trainer and I was in perfect shape. And then COVID hit or I did something and, you know, I did this program and I was with this, this you know, this, this, this diet, I felt so good. And then something happened, right? Uh, I had a, went to a wedding or I, you know, went, traveled or had, had some crazy work schedule and, you know, six months later, nothing works, right? So how did you avoid that trap? It's it's all about sustainability. And I think that a lot of people start doing something that they realize they can't really maintain. Um, and for me, I, I, you know, I realized that, for example, if my fitness uh, schedule wasn't working for me, I would need to change it. Or I, it, if you feel like it's something you're fighting and not something you're looking forward to, I think ultimately is what I realized is what I realized is kind of the key differentiator between something that I would be able to do for the rest of my life and something that I wouldn't. For example, when I, I started tracking my macros a few a few years after I started my fitness journey because I'd started gaining back weight and I, I was still eating whole foods and I was thinking like, what is this? I'm just, I'm eating like great quality foods but I was overeating because I was training. I mean, I was training really hard and then I felt like I needed it. I didn't hear a lab test. I didn't hear a lab test to figure out like, you know, how the nutrients were missing equation here. No, but yeah. And after, um, so after I started tracking my macros, I did it consistently. Everything that I ate, I put into my, my macro tracking app for two years. I wouldn't need anything if it wasn't in there. I felt like I had accumulated enough information to continue on because I knew that after that point, it wasn't sustainable to, for me to keep tracking, tracking those, but I understood well enough. Yeah. You answered the so what, and that's kind of like a, what I was trying to hint at earlier, where when you talk about how to like stay lean forever, right. It really is kind of that journey of at first, there's a whole, like a whole bunch of accountability. There's like the daily metrics, there's a daily track, tracking your meals, photo updates, like that, that may yeah. be necessary, right? But over time, you know, especially with our program, like we try to basically make it so that you learn those things so that it becomes as easy as just like wake up, brush your teeth, right? Go to bed, brush your teeth, yeah. like go to bed, right? And it's like a habit that's ingrained. And that's kind of like what would have, uh, you know, if I kind of had a diagnose for you, if somebody kind of was like, hey, Stephanie, like, did you do what you said you're going to do, check in with you. If they kind of blood tested to make sure that your micros and your macros are in line and they're kind of metabolizing in your body correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if your stress hormone, for example, cortisol was okay, just double clicking yeah. on those things may, may have helped. And obviously it helps to be like super driven as yourself, but if this is not a priority, um, you know, for you, we, you have to make a priority, right? Cause it, it, it is something that uh, can, can really help you and, and change your life. And so after you had this transformation, what was the variance you noticed in terms of your energy, your focus, like what happened there? I feel like after a while you start to feel how different you feel. And especially if initially you're not sure what to eat or how to eat, how to train. Once you find the right, the right training program, once you find the right way of eating, 
um, you feel so much different. And for example, I am at the point where I can feel it if I'm not having enough protein. If I haven't eaten enough vegetables, I feel different, which means that I am physically noticing that there's some disparity in how I should be feeling if I'm not eating well. Starting out, I mean, without without that guidance, it, it just is that much harder to... No, it's like to, it's like driving a stick shift, right? A manual, like you start feeling the gears, right? And your body yeah. metaphorically start feeling it. And so getting back to our prior client, he had to basically, and a lot of our clients, they have to struggle with like information overload. They don't know where to start, yeah. right? Like so many things are out there. So many gurus are like, Hey, take the supplement and you'll feel like a million bucks or it won't give you cancer. Or you'll, you know, you'll feel like basically you're at lower risk for, you know, heart disease and inflammation and all these other issues. And they end up taking like a bunch of supplements and they're like, wait a second, is this actually working? Or they deal with somebody and like they go through their course and it's like the person turns out to be a supplement pattern. And so like, I think the biggest struggle that we help our clients overcome is like, yes, there's a ton of stuff out there, right? Like we'll help yeah. you kind of condense and streamline it to you. Um, and think about your journey though, right? You went through like five years almost, right? And so what was the first like biggest struggle you had to overcome during that, that, that pathway, right? No, yeah, this is something I, I wish that I'd I could tell myself starting out was that yep. um, was not to demonize or tell myself not to eat something. I had this fear of eating anything, even though I don't have um, allergies or anything like that. I was absolutely terrified of eating anything with any sugar in it. I think that developing a healthy relationship with food meant eliminating those restrictions, not saying that I'm, you know, now and I'm, I'm like waking up and having a donut. I can't even remember the last time I had a donut, but it's like, it's more like, not telling myself I am going to totally eliminate anything forever. And that that just kind of mindset shift really helped me to feel like I could try things, you know, like once in a while I'll have a, a small piece of cake, but you know, the portion is reasonable. And I like, I have an amount that I feel like, okay, I'm, I've enjoyed that. And now I don't feel like I need any more. Um, and usually it's just such a small portion. It, it's, you know, ultimately negligible, but the fact that I, I, I let myself have that is something that it doesn't sound that significant, but I remember like going to a birthday party and people would have all of these things. And I would, I would just, I would just, Stand be the around, person like, in the corner. Oh, I have my jar here. Or, oh, you know, I have my container of food I can eat. And, my and, water, like, right, I exactly. Your gallon, gallon of water. water in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> that too. yeah. And so, like, you know, you're you're the person in the corner. If you're like, why is this person not interacting with us? Right. I'd tell like, it's tough, right? And so, you know, I think um really kind of like what you were saying earlier. It's like knowing what you know now. If you could create habits that work with you, and that's really what we're trying to say with like training with our clients. Like, it, we want to stuff like we want to fit like your schedule or whatever it is, right? If you, you know, you're a business owner, founder, or executive, or you're kind of a C-suiter like Stephanie over here, right? Like we want to create habits that simplify the ex execution, right? Like anything, making progress on the 5,000 step journey, right? Is better than doing nothing. And so we always say in, at Suma, for example, it's going to take 5,000 steps, right? To do anything great or 10,000 steps. Start on the journey, right? Don't, you know, just keep stopping because you're like, hey, I'm not there yet. I'm not at 5,000 steps. Why am I not there? Just, you know, put one foot in front of the other and, and go, right? Um, and then think, you know, I think if I can remember what you were saying earlier, which is, you know, understanding the why on what you're eating is so important, right? Because it's the inputs equation yeah. equals outputs. It's like the fuel and really kind of making sure that we kind of help educate on labels. You, you got really savvy about ingredients, about macronutrients about, yeah. you know, things that are in um, the particular, you know, food components. And we can talk about microplastics, a totally different, you know, uh, f a discussion, right? That, but the integrity of food is, is a big deal. But also yeah. one thing that I wanted to kind of emphasize was you set boundaries on foods, right? 
you didn't demonize metaphorically sugars or particular foods, um, but you found out what worked for you, right? And you know, knowing what you know now, what's the kind of last point that you thought that could have really helped you in terms of your journey? Yeah, yeah, listening to my body. I think that um, ultimately, the once I identified the right things to do, once I identified um, the thing, the kind of habits as far as like eating habits, physical exercise habits, if my body's exhausted, I give it some rest. I maybe do some light cardio. If I'm feeling really fatigued, often I feel like maybe I needed some more protein, that kind of a thing. And some things, you know, just don't, don't feel right. And of course, if you have uh, the guidance of those blood tests, that's really helpful. But, um, blood tests, but, like the, the trainer, like the, the weekly check-ins daily, like, Hey, I'm feeling a little yeah. off today. Right. Why? And so we can kind of help uh, well, out with that, but yeah. yeah, and just kind of double click on and emphasize like there are root causes. You know, you don't have to do it yourself. Like you're not alone in this journey, right? And there's an opportunity cost, right? Like you're chief platform officer. We don't want you thinking about like what to eat or like what to do. We want you thinking about you know our platforms and our you know highest and best use, right? Like every day, right? And so I think mm-hmm. there's an opportunity cost with um, mind share and you know attention really is is super important. But yeah. wrapping up, you know, if if we had to kind of summarize it, just if you, if you want to lose weight and, and stay lean forever, it's not going to happen overnight, right? But what we can do is you have a kind of repeatable system of, of data. So the diagnostic testing, right? If you have the data that kind of informs your behaviors, right? What to eat, when to eat, time to sleep, right? your inputs, right? Workouts, okay? Tracking, right? And then you have kind of the therapeutics that just accelerate and amplify and add leverage to your behaviors, right? You can't help uh, but get leaner and healthier and be at lower risk, right? Of the big four, stroke, cancer, dementia, heart disease, and, you know, live a longer life, right? And a better life. And so I think it's um, a journey uh, and towards a weight loss, but it's not about basically fast results as opposed to it as is sustainable and for the long-term, right? And I think that's the the biggest lesson I learned uh, from, from working with these clients. It doesn't matter if you're owner of a sports team or, you know, a C-suite executive or a founder just starting out, right? It works, right? And so just kind of following that process works. Okay, so that's all for today's episode of Uber Human Secrets. I will catch you all next week.